Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Suck. I'm so glad you're joining me today. On this podcast, you're going to hear messages that will challenge you to live out the purpose that God has created for you. I will always tell you, you were created on purpose, for a purpose, to impact the kingdom. And that's exactly what you will hear today. Praise the Lord, everybody. I said, praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you to these girls. They did amazing. There's just two of them, along with Heaven's Choir. Amen. I am so delighted to be with you tonight. Uh, I have been waiting. I, I've got an anticipation inside of me. I feel like, I don't know if any, anybody, everybody in here has ever been pregnant before, but have you ever had a baby to leap inside of you? How many? Okay, that's what I've been feeling for the past two weeks. I've been feeling something leaping inside of me. And let me just uh, go ahead and congratulate you because you are the first fruits of what God's about to do right here in Frisco, Texas in women. I said you are the first fruits. This is, we're birthing something this weekend, and I'm telling you, you're going to say, I was there when God birthed that in Frisco, Texas at Friendship Church. Turn to your neighbor and say, she's talking about you. She's talking about you. So we're, we're in, I am in high expectation tonight. Now, let me just tell you where I've been. I, I was in uh, San Antonio last night. And I was at a Nigerian, Haitian, uh, Hispanic church of about, I don't know, maybe about three or 400 people, uh, uh, mostly women. And I'm telling you, I screamed my eyeballs out. <laughs> and my eyeballs and me finally got together. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from people just... You know, you're screaming as hard as you can. The anointing is flowing. The power of God is flowing. And they're looking at you going, is that all you got? All right. So I'm excited about what God's going to do. Now, this is what I know. I love to get together with women because us girls have so much in common. Here's what we have in common. The devil is after everything that belongs to us. He's after our lives, he's after our ministry, he's after our husbands, he's after our children, our grandchildren, he's after our future, he's after our minds. He, there's been a battle since the garden. How many know that? Amen. Okay. How many know that? Amen. One, two, three, four. Okay. <laughs> just, just to make sure, because I know y'all have already eaten, and I had papados today, okay? So y'all going to have to pray me through tonight, all right? But there's been a battle since, since the, the, the garden. But let me tell you something. Jesus said, he's going to bruise your heel, but us girls, we're going to crush his head. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have a bruised heel than a crushed head. So the devil is defeated. So when girls get together, when women get together, the devil already knows that he is defeated in every one of your lives. And I am here tonight to tell somebody that God is about to turn a situation around. I'm standing over here, and God says, 
people, somebody in this room has been facing a situation. You felt like you're up against a wall. You felt like that you just can't penetrate it. And you felt like that God's forgotten you. But God says tonight is a turnaround night for you. Somebody's going to get that in five, four, three, two, five, four. Who am I talking to tonight? Who are saying, I believe tonight's going to be a turnaround for my family, for my marriage, for my children, for everything that I'm believing for, God's going to turn it around for my good. Do you believe that? Get on your feet, everybody. God said he would turn.
singing this song somebody's heard it somewhere so help me sing it right now say it there's no God like Jehovah come on everybody say it there's no God oh, oh, oh. oh hallelujah sing it over your life 
over your children, come on, over your family, over this ministry, over this nation. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like He's is so powerful oh your glory is here we bless your name bless the name of the Lord our God who lives forever bless the name of the Lord our God who rules forever we give you glory we give you glory hallelujah you are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Sing, you are, you do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. and there is no one else like you for you are yes you do oh Lord we declare that there is no one else like you
Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Oh, tell somebody there's nobody like Jesus as you go back to your seat. Glory be to God. Glory be to God who lives forever and ever and ever. And somebody said, Amen. Praise God. Well, as I said earlier, I have just been looking so forward to being here with my dear, dear friend, Jen, uh, Pastor Jan Crawford. We have been friends, really we're sisters, and didn't know we were sisters. We knew we were sisters in Christ, but you ever met, you ever met anybody that was just like, uh, you meet them and you just think, you know what, uh, this, this is my people. Let me know what I'm talking about. This, this is my people. And, and it's like, you know, it's like you, you, you've, you've known them all your life in the spirit. You haven't known them in the flesh, but you've known them in the spirit. And so when I first met this, this beautiful, beautiful, powerful, powerful lady, I'm telling you, it was, it was love at first sight. I just fell so in love with her, with her heart, with her mission, with her passion, with her desires of what God has placed inside of her. And then I got to finding out really who Jan Crawford really is and her vision up to the nation, and especially to Tanzania. And I got so excited today uh, hearing of all the testimonies uh, that you were sharing because I haven't had a chance to see you since she's been back from Tanzania. And, um, and I, I so appreciate her and then her husband who comes, who is, she comes alongside of him, Pastor Mark. You are so blessed. Oh my God, you are so blessed here at Friendship Church. And let me tell you something else. There is a presence of God that is here. And, and, and you'd have to know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to travel to know what I'm talking about. I mean, there are some places you go in and it's like, woohoo, praise God, it's going to like last night. Okay, last, like last night I had a, I took extra vitamins yesterday, all right? So last night I was like, <laughs> right. And then there are other places just like, Jesus, it's me and you tonight. It's just me and you. Holy Ghost, you're going to have to get me. How many of you know what I'm talking about? So you have no idea because you get to do this all the time. So tell somebody we're blessed and highly favored. So I just love this couple. They are, they are powerful, and they, there's an anointing on their life, and they have such a passion for people that is so rare. It is so rare what they do for the kingdom of God. And then to bring these powerful babies along with them. You know, there'll always be babies. I don't care how, I don't care how many babies. Listen, I'm the baby of 12. Somebody goes, shoo. You want to talk to me? Right, let me talk to you about, let me tell you, I can tell you about government peanut butter and government cheese. So, you know, I, I come from a very, very large family and I know what it's like. So, but I, to have children who come alongside of you and you, you are so blessed here with, uh, with Morgan and then her amazing husband, Brad, who comes in. I saw those boys and I, I asked Morgan if I could have one of them and she said I could have the, <laughs> she said I could have the 14 year old. I'll take him. He's pretty. I mean, I get him in the sun. He'll be fine. He's got dark hair. He'll be, he'll be good. I'll turn that boy into a Native American just like that. 
But uh, I'm so excited for you, Morgan and Brad, and what God has and what God's birthing here tonight. You feel that? You feel those labor pains? You feel those labor pains? I'm telling you, by the time this thing is, oh, by the time Kim Jones is finished with all of us, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm just trying to get y'all ready for Kim Jones. I'm telling you, it, it's, it's going to be that. And I, I'm, I'm just so thrilled to, to know what God's going to do here and to be here with this powerful, powerful weekend. I'm, I'm especially delighted to have my husband with me tonight, my husband of 28 years, 28 years. And, uh, you know, he's a marriage and family counselor. How many would like to live with a marriage and family counselor? You know, exactly. <laughs> no, not one person would raise their hand. Exactly. You know, we have these little sessions, you know, and he has, we have these little retreats. He does retreat, marriage retreats, you know what I'm saying? So he practices on me. I'm like, no, uh-uh. I got you. I read you. Uh-uh. Don't be, don't, be giving me that. don't be giving me that stuff. I know what you're trying to do there. But I want you girls to know I'm holding my ground. Hallelujah. Oh, don't clap. I'll get in trouble. I'll have a session after church. But he's a, uh, he don't get to travel with me anymore. And I want, I want to just publicly acknowledge him tonight that you've done a great job, babe. Pastor Heather normally travels with me. And, um, of course, I did have to get my own breakfast this morning. That was, um. That was a little disappointing, but um, we're going to let you buy on that one. <laughs> Don't mess with my story. I'm so thrilled you came, and uh, he's the pastor of an amazing church called Dwelling Place in Cleveland. Stand up and give him a nice hand, Pastor Jamie Tuttle. Wonderful, wonderful sweetheart. He is the father of Kaylee and Erica Tuttle, K and E, y'all know them? I'll tell them that three people did so. Because they, they, they say that they were big time at Friendship Church. You know, I'm just like, you know, we stayed at the Star, Dad. We've already stayed at the Star. Because my husband, he thinks he is a cowboy, okay? Not just a cowboy fan. I mean, he actually thinks he is a cowboy. But, um, but uh I'm very thrilled to have him with us. And then one of my greatest friends tonight is uh, from McKinney, Texas. Kathy Kinnamer is here tonight. And uh, she's an, a powerful woman of God and a, an amazing prayer warrior and intercessor. And uh, I, I'm just going to ask her to wave at us because I don't want to get in too much trouble. <laughs> Give her a great God bless you. Her friend Lisa is with her tonight as well. I'm so glad to be here tonight and all of you here. I want you to turn to Hebrews 11 too. Y'all good tonight? Amen. Can we get you some iced tea or anything? All, all, everybody's good? Everybody's good? Amen. Okay. Uh, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter, chapter 11, verse 2. Hebrews 11, verse 2. And I'm going to talk very, very briefly. Now, if you'll amen me real good and loud, we'll be out of here. Okay? Because I'm doing this again in the morning. Right? 
So, but if you if you're not agreeing with me, okay, and amen in me, and yes, and amen, which is so be it, let it be done, it is so, right? I'm thinking you're not getting it, so I'm going to explain it longer. Are you with me? There's those amens. All right. So, I want us to look at at something that I I think is so powerful. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Your faith is necessary. Write that down. Your faith is necessary. Your faith is necessary for you to flourish. In order for you to flourish, in order for you to go from strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory, who's with me? Then it's necessary for your faith to flourish. Your faith is necessary. Hebrews 11.2 says, the testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Now, my mom and my mom was raised uh, by a powerful woman of God. Her name was Grandma Loney, not Baloney, but Loney. Okay, she was a woman of God that would lay hands on people and cancer would fall off. Okay, she 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 helped to physically build churches in North Carolina. She was that kind of a powerful woman of God, and she laid hands on my mom and she imparted. Uh, powerful, powerful. My mom had a powerful gift of healing also. And so then, uh, consequently, my mom laid hands on me and laid hands on all of our family. And many of our, our sis, my sisters, there's eight girls and four boys, operating in many powerful gifts. But the testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for, according to Hebrews 11 too. Now, and now, now faith is the substance of things that are hoped for, and it's the evidence that means convincing proof of things not seen. Faith, watch this, look at me. Faith is the firm persuasion, say firm persuasion, say unshakable confidence, and I love this, and indisputable expectation. Oh, look at this. An indisputable expectation. An indisputable what? Expectation. Guess what? Come on, sit on the edge of your seat. An indisputable expectation. You're almost there. What is it? It's an indisputable expectation. It's an expectation of what God's going to do. That's what faith is. And so, and through his word, his word is established. Thank you, my darling. That is so. (laughs) Faith is the firm persuasion, the unshakable confidence, and the indisputable that all, that how much? How much? All that God has said through his word is established and it will unquestionably happen. It's going to what? Unquestionably happen. It's going to what? It's going to. There's no question about it. It's going to happen. 
That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen, the convincing proof. And it is, there is an extreme necessity. There is a crucialness of walking and flourishing in faith. Faith is what the generations were commended for. Hebrews 11, the faith chapter. By faith, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Noah, by faith, that the dead was brought by faith, by, and there's one thing about it. You're never going to live without faith on this earth called planet, on this planet called earth as a Christian. All the days of your life, you have to live by faith. In order to flourish as a Christian and as a powerful, strong woman of God of faith, then you have to believe God and you have to believe God's word that it is what it says it is, that it will do what it says it will do unquestionably. God will either do it or he won't. He's either God or he's not. Now tell me what it is. He's either God or he's not. Now is he God? Yeah. He is God and he will do it. And if you believe it, shout. Yeah. Crucial, the extreme necessity and the crucialness of our faith right now. Because the Bible says, Jesus says, when I come back, will I even find faith? Well, I even find faith, which leads me to believe what's going to happen that's going to be, look at me, that's going to be so bad that people are going to lose all their faith. They're not even going to believe God anymore. I mean, faith is just something, well, that's just something that those old fogies have. No, no, the just shall live by, 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 and faith comes by. Hearing and faith comes by hearing and faith comes by hearing and faith comes by it's not a trick question and faith comes by and hearing and hearing and hearing faith does not come by what you heard faith does not come by what you heard that's why you have to be in church every single week I'm a pastor so I'm gonna say that because somebody's gonna have a word for you and the just shall live by faith and faith comes by Hearing and hearing and 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 hearing. Faith doesn't come by what you heard. You got to have a fresh word every single day. You got to get a fresh word from God. You got to get a fresh word from the Word. You got to get a fresh word from worship. You got to get a fresh word on your knees. You got to get a fresh word to live by faith and to pray and to seek God, because God's going to speak and God's going to give direction and God's going to give wisdom. You just got to live by faith, and He's going to do it. Everything he said, it will still happen. Amen. No, everything that God has promised, everything that's been decreed in your life, every prophecy that's been spoken over your life, it will still happen. Amen. Now shout like it will. Why? Because God's not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he will do it. If he spoke it, it has to. It shall and it will and it shall and it will come to pass. That's why your faith, that's why your faith is tested. The devil's always testing your faith. He's always lying to you. 
He's always telling you a lie. And when he speaks a lie, because you, you hear your, your father's voice, you hear the voice of your father, and a stranger you will not follow. You ever heard a stranger's voice? You're nothing, you're nobody. You're never going to amount to anything. Oh, you're Hispanic. Oh, you don't speak English. Oh, you're Native American. Oh, you're the forgotten people. Oh, you're black. Oh, you're too fat. Oh, you're too skinny. Oh, you don't have a degree. The devil is a lie. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I walk with him. I am anointed. I have power. The greater one lives inside of me. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me in my mortal body. So he can't tell. The devil is a defeated. Say, my faith is necessary. I'm just getting you ready for Kim. <laughs> Listen, everything is weighed by the Word, which is our final authority. The Word is our final authority. This Word is our final authority. It doesn't matter what the doctor said. It doesn't matter what the, what the, the marriage counselor said. It doesn't even matter what your checkbook looks like. It doesn't matter what your husband said. It doesn't matter what your job, what your business looks like. It doesn't matter what it looks like on paper. I've got a word that says I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I've got a word that says I will restore unto you the years, the years, the years, the years that the canker worm. I will. You choose to believe God or you choose to believe the, the, the devil or his, his, his lies that speak to you. You know, the, you know your good shepherd's voice. Oh, you're the apple of my eye. Oh, oh, you're, you're everything. Oh, look at here. I've got you. I've got you on the palm of my hand. I've got you written right there and I'm just looking at you. Oh, that's your shepherd's voice. And the voice of a stranger, I will not follow. I will not follow. So, Mark 11, 22, 23. So, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God, Hebrews 11, 6 says. Because he that cometh to God must believe that he, that he, that he, that he, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That means he will reward your faith. I mean, he's moved by the, the feelings. He's touched by the by feelings of our infirmities. He's touched by all that. But we don't want to know what moves God. It's your faith. I believe God. God's like, ha, ha. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what that? Hey. He said, Everything's against me, but I got a word from God. I'm going to stand. God, Father, I believe your word. I believe your word on my children. I believe your word on my grandchild. I believe your word on the promises of my marriage. I believe the word of God on my body. I the healer of the Lord. I believe Isaiah 53, 5. I believe. And God says, come on. Come on, come on. I like it. I like it. Amen. So Mark 11 says, says, let the faith of God be in you. Listen to the truth I speak to you. If someone, anybody, anybody, anybody says to that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe what you say, then you shall have whatsoever you say. Yes. Amen. So are you one of those word preachers? You, you one of those? Yeah. Yeah. From Genesis to Revelation, I believe it. 
In Genesis to Revelation, I believe it. You know, I believe this is the confidence we have in him, knowing that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and then we know that if he hears us, then we have those petitions that we desire. Now, according to his will, I'm not going to pray for a Rolls Royce. I don't need a Rolls Royce. <laughs> if you want to give me a Rolls Royce, I'm going to drive that thing. I'm going to do selfies. I'm going to do all of that, and then I'm going to sell that sucker. And I'm going to build about 10 more churches in, in India. All right? I'm not going to ask. But if I ask according to his will, what is his will? His will is that you prosper and be in health. When I ask him for healing in my body, I expect to be healed in my body. When I ask him to restore marriages, I expect him to restore. When I ask him to save, oh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you and your household shall be Give God a shout. Give God a shout. I said I'm not going to sweat tonight. I thought, I said, I promise, I said, I'm not going to sweat. Look at me. Okay? I, I want you to look at this. So we live, so we live in expectation of what is waiting for us on the other side of faith, of the f flourishing. Where's my, where's my, uh, Where's it at? Give me that. It's such a beautiful, uh, what do you call that thing? It's a beautiful, thank you, yeah. And these balloons, oh my goodness, I want to take these balloons home with me. You, you, in order for you to expect to God to, to flourish you, because how many want to stay exactly where you are until Jesus comes out? Lift your hand. Me either. I want to go from strength to strength. From faith to faith, from glory to glory to glory. I want to go high. And you know what you do when you go high? Huh? You go higher. <laughs> and what happens when you go higher? You go even higher. Yes. And then when you can't go any higher, where are you going? Now you're going to go deep. And then you're going to go even, even deeper in God. I mean, you're going to get so deep in power. You're going to get so deep in the anointing. You're going to get so deep in his glory. And when you can't get any deeper, where are you going to go? You're going to go even deeper. Amen. And when you can't go any deeper, you're going to go higher. Who's with me? Four, five, six, seven, ten, eleven. So we live in expectation. So I got up last Sunday, okay? Last Sunday I get up. Pastor's preaching uh, somewhere in South Georgia. So I get to preach at Dwelling Place last Sunday. And so I, I woke up Sunday morning and there was this lady in our church who, who had been had, had, had surgery. And the surgery went south, just went south. That's all I want to say is just went south. And she hadn't been able to eat or drink for eight weeks. Eight weeks, just a little sip of here and a little sip of there. I woke up Sunday morning, and, and uh, as soon as my feet hit the, hit the floor, I heard the Lord say, I'm turning it around today for Juanita. Just like that. I'm turning it around today for Juanita. And I thought, okay, I mean, I've been praying for Juanita. We've been praying. Our church has been praying for Juanita. But I, I woke up that morning and I said, 
Okay, Lord. So, so we got in church. We got to worship. The worship was, was through the roof. And, and, and then God said, release that word. Release that word. So I got up and I said, Juanita, I said, I just want to tell you, I woke up this morning. I didn't go to bed with Juanita. I didn't have a dream about Juanita. I woke up and the Holy Ghost said, get ready. Tell Juanita today is a turnaround day. After almost nine weeks, God says it's turning around today. And I said, God said he's turning it around today. You better shout. She couldn't hardly lift her hand. She's so weak, but she was in church. Because faith comes by. Faith comes by. And, and, and. So she was in church to hear. And God. So faith was in the room. Faith was in the room. She lifted her hand. She began to worship. You're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> she got so sick. She had to go back to the emergency room. She was so bad. Oh, but this was the thing. They couldn't find out what was wrong with her. They just searched high and low. Couldn't find nobody. They looked all over. Still couldn't find nobody. No doctor. The doctor who did the surgery. I don't know what's wrong with her. They just don't know. Nothing against doctors. I love doctors and nurses. I love them. But they just, this doctor just kind of put her over to the side. And, and then she went to another doctor. I just don't know. And went to another doctor. I just don't know. But somehow or another, she got to church and God touched her. She got to church and she touched the hem of his garment. So she gets in the emergency room and there happened to be a new doctor on board that night. They said, Miss Juanita, we have found the answer. Your whole stomach, your whole gallbladder is full of stones. There's stones everywhere. We're going to do emergency surgery right now and get those stones out. She's been eating out of house and home. She's been drinking like there's no tomorrow. Why? Because God said there's going to be a turnaround. And when God says it, it has to happen. Now, you're not shouting like it was you that had gallstones. Shout like it was you that had gallstones. Shout. Shout. I don't have gallstones. Well, shout because you know God's going to do it in your life. There's going to be a turnaround. Hey! I got to go. So we live in expectation of what is waited on. On the other side of faith. That's why, tweet this, that's why the waiting doesn't diminish us. Rather, it enlarges us. The waiting doesn't diminish us. It enlarges us. As an expectation, an expectation and that God's going to do it. And the last thing she wanted to hear was, I got to go to the hospital. I got to go to the emergency room. But God had a plan. And as heavens are higher than the earth, so are our ways higher. His ways higher than our ways, and his thoughts are thoughts. But God turned it around. It's just there was in the way that she thought it was going to be. But God did it. The end of the day is, God did it. At the end of the day, God did it. Again. You know, it's not. God says, that's right, throw me a party because I won. Oh, get on your feet and shout. Get on your feet and shout.
Now sit down, let me finish this message. You know, you, who's ever seen an expectant mother at nine months going, I just can't believe how big my belly. Can you look at my belly? Can you just look at my belly? How big it is? Look at my face. My face is so huge. Oh, my feet are so swollen. You don't hear an expect, expectant mother talking like that. They're waiting. Oh, anybody in here ever been through birthing? God said nine months. God didn't say nine months in one week. Come on, somebody. When God says nine months, ain't nobody, nobody say, wait, hey, wait to my birthday. Ha, ha, rebuke that in Jesus' name. It's nine months, and that's it, baby. That mother is expecting something's coming. Something's greater. Something great is coming. Something's inside that's getting ready to be birthed out. It may be some pain, but I tell you tonight, God's birthing something in this room, Morgan. God's birthing something in this room, Jan. God's birthing something in women in Texas. God's birthing something in Dallas. God's birthing something in San Antonio. God's birthing something right here in Frisco. God is in a... I said, you are in labor. That baby's getting ready to come out. Who's excited about it? Oh, God. Got to go. Scripture tells us in Ephesians 6, chapter 10. Ephesians chapter 6. This is, the, this is the one of the most amazing things. This one, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. You know this scripture. Finally. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. And, and that word finally, if you, if you study it out, the word finally means in conclusion. The, the word finally in Paul's letter to the Ephesians church, it means if you don't remember anything else I tell you, Paul says, remember this one word now, finally. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Because Jesus looked ahead. God looked ahead in 2021, and he saw what we were going to be facing, and he said, now, finally. Yep. Now, that may sound good, but you have to look at Ephesians. You have to look at the book of Ephesians, because in chapter 1, he talks about spiritual wisdom. In chapter 2, he talks about grace through faith. Look at this. He talks about how Christ is our peace and our then our cornerstone. Look at this. Chapter 3, he talks about the mystery revealed. Look at chapter 4, spiritual gifts. You kidding me? Paul's talking about spiritual gifts in chapter 4. And, and then chapter 5, he talks about walking in love. He talks about marriage. He talks about Christ in the church. He talks about the relationship between a mother and, and uh, between uh, children and their parents. And between, he, he talks about all these relationships. And then he gets to chapter 6 and says, just forget everything I've said in this book. For real. Finally, be strong. Because Paul was saying, listen, my mom used to write me when I was at Lee, Lee College, Lee University. My mom would write me letters. And she'd say, now, baby, remember, wear a scarf around your neck. They say it's cold up there in them hills. So, you know, make sure you wear a coat walking around that campus. 
And she would tell me all this stuff about the church and about how everybody's doing and about all the family. Then she'd get to the very end of the letter, Pastor, and she would say, now listen, listen to me. I want you to listen to me. Get a scarf around your neck. She, will, she saved the very thing she wanted me to remember most for the end. Amen. How many mamas in the room? Amen. Right? To this day, okay? There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a great big party going on in my house right now, about 70 young people. <laughs> Help me pray. Bow, every, every head bow and every eye close. <laughs> to this day, one of them's graduated from college, and the other one's getting ready to graduate, and I'm going, get a scarf, get a scarf. They're grown. They're grown people. But then my mother was saying, listen, the last thing I want to tell you, Paul was saying, listen, the last thing I want to tell you, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God. You know, and, and, it's, and it's be strong in the Lord, not of the Lord. It's not in your strength. It's his strength. Be strong in the Lord. And Jesus said this, he, and this is what I know. You know, you, you talk about it's, it's, we get in a, in a position to overcome. We do, we, we are in a position, we possess the power to overcome the enemy. We possess a power to overcome an enemy. And we're like, Sister Judy, that's just not me. That's just, I'm just not, it's just not my nature. Well, I'll tell you like Esther was told. If you don't do it, somebody else will arise. Who knows if God hasn't raised you up for such a time as this. And this is what I know. You don't get the wet without the water. You can treat that too. You don't get the wet without the water. Okay? Everybody, everybody wants to walk on the water. <laughs> but I don't want to get wet. Yeah, you're gonna if you walk on water. You gotta, you gotta get to a place where you gotta say, I'm jumping. <laughs> I'm going for it. I'm going. I'm going for everything God said I could have. I'm going for everything that belongs to me. I'm, my ch I'm gonna see my children saved, sanctified, baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm gonna see them prophesying. I'm gonna see them living for God. I'm gonna see them preaching. I'm gonna see them going to. I, 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 hey. Jesus says, if you remain in me and my power remain in you, you can ask anything. And he says, no branch can bear fruit without, by itself. You must remain in me. Amen. And God is telling us these days, he's saying, you've got to remain in me. Our our power, our strength, our faith, our flourishing comes from abiding in his presence. His, his presence is, is what changes everything. His presence is what brings us into the, from, from the outer court into the inner court, into the holy of holies. I'm getting a big amen from God.
If you're taking notes, number one, finally, be strong in the Lord. And number two, finally, number two, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in his mighty power. And then number three, here's number three. It's just three points. He's calling us to faithfulness. Joshua 1 and 9, have I not commanded you? Oh, oh Jesus. God says to Joshua, hey, Joshua, come here. Moses, my servant, is dead. He didn't say, Moses has expired. He didn't say, Moses is no longer with us. He says, Moses is dead. Now get up and get these people to the other side of the Jordan. And there's some dead things in your life that need to, you need to get up from. You need to rise. You're, you're not going to flourish in a dead place. You're not going to flourish in a dead place in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, in your life, in your marriage. You've got to go and be at a place where you're going to grow. This is a great place to flourish. These are great people that you're under that's helping you flourish. But they can't spoon feed you. It's like, huh, give me some more milk. No, get rid of the milk. Get rid of the bottle. The bottle. You're too big for bottles. Amen. I had a hard time getting rid of the pacifier with a Kaylee. Kaylee, you can't. No, get rid of the pacifier. We started cutting that thing off, and she did not like it. But it was time. I mean, you're 10. Get rid of it. How many want the meat of the Word of God? Amen. I said, how many want the meat of the Word of God? Amen. You've got the Word. You've got the answer. You've got the wisdom. You've got the knowledge. You walk into a room and every demon and devil of hell gets out because you walked in. Amen. This is not me. This is not me. You going to stay right where you are? No. God says, come up. Come up higher. Come higher. Come higher. Come where? Higher. Who wants to go higher? Oh, my God. So he's calling us to faithfulness. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. Why? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Do not throw away your confidence. Don't you do it. It has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise. This is, the, this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our, even our, even our faith. Even our, even our, this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Your faith is going to get you through. You just got to keep pressing. You got to keep moving. You got to keep walking. You can't, you can't, I, I say, I can't walk anymore. Well, crawl. I'm on my knees. My knees are bleeding. Well, get down on your all fours and just start crawling on the floor. But you can't stop. You can't quit. You can't throw in the towel. You've got to keep moving. God sent me here tonight for somebody. Whose word is this tonight? Two, three, four, five. It's my word. I'm preaching to me tonight, y'all. We've got to keep going. You've got to be faithful. And then you can't quit. No matter what happens. The testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Faith translated Enoch, and he didn't even die. Faith gave Noah the ability to build a boat because rain was coming. 
Faith motivated Abraham to leave the familiar in search of a city. Faith enabled Moses to, to, uh, to, 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 to go to Pharaoh and, and then to lead the children. Faith pulled down Jericho's walls. Faith provided a way for Rahab to be the prostitute to become David and David's lineage and a great, great aunt to Jesus. was faith. Aren't you glad that God put Rahab in that? Aren't you glad that, that God didn't leave any of us out? He didn't leave any of us out. You know, I, I think about, I'm going to end with this. I think about John the Baptist. John the Baptist, oh, John. John, the, the cousin of Jesus. John leaped in Elizabeth's womb whenever she heard the voice of Jesus. Here's John. John baptized Jesus. This, this, the Spirit of God comes down and sent a, a dove, and, and the heavens open. This is my beloved son. That John, that John. You know that John? I know that John. Like John. And John, John's preaching. John's, John's calling people out. You know, they're supposed to be with somebody's wife. And Herod, Herod he didn't like it. Puts him in prison, and he's getting ready to get his head chopped off, right? He's getting ready. And then here's, here's John. It baffles me. John says to his disciples, go ask Jesus, are you the one, or should I look for another? I'm so disappointed in John. Anybody else? Amen. I am so disappointed. I'm let down in John. Jesus said, you go tell John, the deaf hear, the blind see, the, the, the poor is fed. And he said, tell John, blessed are those who are not offended in me. In other words, John, you better keep your faith. You know I'm the Messiah. We want to just get a, John, how dare you, John? How many in here have doubted God this week? And we want to condemn John, right? I don't think this is too. Do you mean to tell me it's come down and we got to pray about this? Are you kidding me? You pray about everything. Not when things are so bad. You pray about everything. Lord, should I go this way home today or should I go that way home today? Many have ever went that way home, and you realize when going that way home, there was a bad wreck, and it could have been you. Said it. Pray all times with every kind of prayer. Pray, pray. And the Holy Spirit wants to wants you to bud and rise and flourish and go and strength. And in his power and in his might, he wants to use you. Put your hand on your heart and say, me? Yes, you. Say, me. Me. Yeah, you. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony is the most powerful thing you have. And he wants to shut your mouth. Nobody wants to hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. You may be here tonight and you're, I don't know, y'all may have a song. If you do, that's great. 
But I, I feel the Holy Spirit just tugging at somebody's heart tonight. And maybe you hear it tonight and you say, you know, Pastor Judy, I, I, I'm like John. Sometimes I've struggled in my faith, but I really do want to believe God. I believe this is a time where I'm going to see the impossible become possible. I'm going to see the unbelievable. 2022, I'm going to give Isaiah 2022, I'm going to give you the keys of David. I'm going to give you the keys of David. And I'm going to open doors that no man can shut. Now, who am I talking to? One, two, three. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the keys of David, and I'm going to open doors that no man can shut, and I'm going to shut every door that no man can open. It's a time when God's about to put some keys in your hand. You're going to know the answers. Because some of you need, don't even know the question, and you need some answers. Some of you are going to see God answer prayer this year. I, I prophesy, before this weekend is over, you're going to see prayers answered. Hallelujah. Before this weekend is over, God's going to prove himself to you. Before this weekend is over, you're going to be so big in God. You're going to be so big in your faith that you're going to look at a mountain and say, Be And you're going to be astonished that it actually happens. You've been praying. You've been seeking. You've been believing. You've been tithing. You've been giving. You've been fasting. You've been on your knees. You've been asking. And God says, it's time. Oh, it's time. Oh, it's time. Somebody say, it's time. Oh, it's time. Oh, it is time. Get on your feet, everybody. Get on your feet. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want everybody in this room who says, Pastor Judy, I want my faith to increase this weekend. I want my faith to go to another place. I want my faith to go to another level. If that is you, I want you to get out of your seat. I want you to come and stand. We're going to pray together, and we're going to be dismissed in order. But right now, I just want us to lead us in a prayer and in a, in a, in a song. I want you to get your hands up, and I want you to ask God, say, God, increase my faith. God, increase my momentum. God, increase my power. God, increase me. Increase me. Increase the level of faith. Thanks for joining me on the Flourish podcast. You can find more information about Flourish Gathering at flourishgathering.co or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so you don't miss another episode.